Guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. Welcome back to my Facebook page or YouTube or whatever it is you're watching this on. Today, we're getting back into the TOEIC. I was thinking about doing some of the audios along with this, but there might be too many tips and too many explanations behind everything, and I just don't want to oversaturate you with so much information. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut this up into two parts. Now, again, I'm doing question and response today, all right? I'm going to be going over specific techniques. So what I'm going to do, again, for those of you who are watching me on my, um, what is it, on my YouTube or on my Facebook page, you guys are looking at the question and response, and what we will be covering is becoming familiar with language used in offers, requests, and opinions. Perhaps I have gone over this before, but because there are so many newcomers in terms of my Facebook page, in terms of my podcast, it's always great to have a refresher, and I'm going to make sure I go in a systematic approach. So with that being said, guys, let's look at some of this, and for those of you who are listening, I'm going to explain. So offers, requests, and opinions, they're very common in the TOEIC test. Okay, so you have to be familiar with these types of tests, well, the choices and understanding these three categories. So first and foremost, test tip number one, the, these type of interactions, okay? It's a common feature, like I've already said. So be aware of the language that is commonly used in these situations. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's listen for the modal verbs, the aux verbs, and the subjects. So what are those? Let me just tell you right now. Can, could, can, may, would you mind if, would you like, okay, do you need? These are part of the offers, requests, and opinions. So right here on the screen, if you guys are watching this, or of course, if you guys are watching on my, or I'm sorry, listening on my ESL podcast, what you have is three questions followed by six potential choices. In each of those questions, you're going to write, hey, possibly two different answers, okay? Obviously. So for number one, it says, would you like some help with those? Now, again, would you like, that means, this is a what? Is this, um, is this an opinion? No. Is this a request? Is this a request? Could it potentially be a request? This is more of an offer because obviously, would you like some help with those? Help equals offer. You're offering to do something for someone. So what we have to do is look at some of these potential answers. For those of you listening, I'm going to read out A through F one time. And then you could somehow match them up with this, with this uh, specific question. So I'll repeat that again. Would you like some help with those? A, actually, it's already done. B, no, I've already eaten. Now, does that relate? Obviously not. C, yeah, could you take this box? This is a follow-up. This is one of the answers, okay? So again, would you like some help with those? It's going to be a yes or a no, okay? Or a yeah or a not really, okay? So in C, it's yeah, could you take this box? So now they're asking the question, okay, would you like some help with those, plural countable, okay? 
And then you asked him, yes, could you take this single box, which is a singular, okay? So could you take, the, the, take this box? Oh my God, I almost bit my tongue. So again, an offer and another request, okay? So let's keep going. D, a cup of tea would be lovely. Now, this is in reference to offering someone something, okay? Uh, would you like a cup of tea or would you like a cup of coffee? Would you like something to drink? Would you, would you, would you, would you? Do you understand the language? E, no, that's all right. They aren't as heavy as they look. This relates back to the question number one. Why would you like some help with those? So those and they, they both refer to something as plural. So that also helps a lot. So listen for that too. And then F, that would be great. Let's start with the tables. So I'm gonna give you the last two questions. Do you need any help or do you need help with setting up the room? A, actually, it's already done. That would be an answer. You're saying, actually, the room has already been set up. And then that last one, F, it said, that would be great. You're responding to the offer. Do you need help? Ah, that would be great. That means, yes. Let's start with the tables. Tables and room, they go hand in hand. And there you go. So number three, can I or may I get you anything? This refers to possibly being at a restaurant or being somewhere where you're getting ready to order something. So no, I've already eaten. That's one. And then D, a cup of tea would be lovely. So again, an offer. Hey, can I get you anything? Glass of water, cup of tea, cup of coffee. Do you guys get it? So now, again, that all fits the offers. Can I, may I get you anything? Do you need help with setting up anything? Would you like to? That's all the offer, offer, offer. Now the requests. Could you tell me? you're requesting something. Would you mind if, would you mind if, okay? Now that's a conditional, so you're requesting something from someone. May I, can I, could I? That means you're gonna put a static verb or some kind of verb after the subject, asking for information or, you know, requesting something from someone. So question four, can I, could you, or I'm sorry, can, could you, can you tell me how to use this machine? Number five, would you mind if I open the window? And number six, may, can, could I borrow your pen for a moment? G, actually, I'm a bit cold. What does that refer to? Does that refer to uh, helping someone with the machine? No, how about opening a window? Yes, how about borrowing a pen? No, there you go. This is how you link it together. Some of the verbs, they coincide with one another. How about, I'm afraid it's not mine. Does that refer to the machine? Uh, potentially, let's keep going. Would you mind if I open the window? Oh, I'm afraid it's not mine. You cannot own a window. Okay, if it's in your house, if you want to get technical, fine. But it doesn't work that way. And of course, number six, can I borrow your pen for a moment? 
I'm afraid it's not mine. You're referring to a single count noun, which is a pen. There it is. How about I? Certainly, it's pretty easy. Could you tell me how to use this machine? Certainly, it's pretty easy. Just do this, 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 done. Let's keep going. J, sure, give it back after class. Could you give back a window? Could you give back a machine? Depends what type of machine it is. If it's a laptop, we don't really refer to laptops as machine and obviously laptop has not been said. So give it back after class. You're referring to that single count noun, this pen. Okay, K, I'm sorry, I haven't been trained on it yet. Can you be trained on opening a window? No. Can you be trained on borrowing a pen? No. You could be trained on using a machine though. And then, A, B, C, D, F, G, H, I, J, K. I hate after going after K, I have to say my ABCs. L, no, go ahead. So does this refer to, uh, you know, can you tell me how to use this machine? No, go ahead. No, it doesn't relate. Doesn't make sense either. Would you mind if I open the window? No, go ahead. Meaning that person who said no, go ahead is allowing him to open the window. How about, May, can, could I borrow your pen for a moment? No, go ahead. Now, this you cannot say. You would normally say, yes, go ahead. You're confirming yes. Yes, you can borrow this pen. But if I say no, go ahead, that doesn't make any sense. Plus, you're saying no, you cannot borrow my pen. And then go ahead, meaning uh, get out of here. Okay? So, negative, negative, negatory. All right. And the last one, the opinions, all right? Now remember, I'm gonna be going over the test tactic, test tip, and the test practice, and along with the mini tests on the next podcast, or on the next, um, what is it? On the next video, Facebook, whatever you wanna call it. So for the last one, let's go over opinions. So here we go. How was Mr. Smith's presentation? What's your opinion of their price quote? Price quote meaning money. Presentation meaning speaking. And number nine, what would you say is our greatest weakness? Something negative. So let's go over M through R. M, I don't think we'll find a lower one. Does that refer to a presentation? Does that refer to a greatest weakness? No, it refers to a price. We can't find a lower price. We got to accept this one. Boom. How about N? Frankly, our sales staff isn't motivated. Uh-oh, that's something negative, right? Now, sales staff, does that relate to Mr. Smith's presentation? No, plural countable versus singular. Uh, singular, uh, wait, single count, who cares? Singular, all right. What's your opinion of their price quote? Frankly, our sales staff isn't motivated. Does the sales staff being motivated refer to a price quote? No, negatory. But a weakness and something negative does relate. So N and nine go together. How about O? To tell you the truth, it seemed a bit long. Can a presentation be long? Yes. Can a price quote be long? No. Can a weakness be long? No. This is how you relate everything. How about P? I'd say we need to lower our prices. Ah, wait, 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 wait. It's a distractor. 
be very careful because immediately you said price and price, didn't you? If you said price and price, <sighs> it's a negative because what's your opinion of there? Okay. And P, it says, I'd say we. Okay. There and we, two different things. Now, what would you say is our biggest weakness? We need to lower our prices. Remember that. These possessives, okay? These possessives and these subject pronouns are very important. So be very careful with that. Now, let's keep going. Q, good. He really is an amusing speaker. Ah, yes, in this instance, this does refer to Mr. Smith's presentation. And R, it seems a bit high to me. Now we saw the antonym, lower, okay? Now, this one, higher, lower, higher. They both relate to a price, don't they? What's your opinion? Price quote. Oh, high. And the other one is, we'll find a, well, I don't think we'll find a lower one. This is how you break down those questions. So, for all of you out there, YouTube, Facebook page, wherever it may be, I would like you to write a possible answer for each of these following questions. Number one. Would you care for a slice of pie? Number two, can you tell Miss Jackson that her parcel has arrived? Parcel in British English, well, I'm sorry, in American English is package, okay? And number three, what do you think of your new boss? And with that being said, guys, we're gonna be listening to some audios coming up on the next podcast, so you make sure you tune in. If you have any questions or if you need any help, you know how to get in touch with me. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for spending time with me on this beautiful day. I'll be back for more over and out.